This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Hey guys, before we start this episode, I want to tell you about this class that I just put out on BlustAndBossedUp.com. So I wanted to put together something for all of you guys that are trying to figure out how to plan for your business in the new year. As many of you guys know, I have a master's in business. I have been a full-time entrepreneur for almost five years now. And one of the things I wish people taught me was how to be an executive. I learned that in business school, but I don't see too many people really talking about what it means to strategically plan for your business. And I'm a firm believer that if you start building the house before you lay the foundation, it just will not last long. And I'm tired of people being taught how to build houses without that foundation. And so I'm pulling together some resources so that you guys could have everything that you need at a super low rate to be able to strategically plan for your business. So of course, I wouldn't be me if I didn't talk to you about doing business God's way. So I'm pulling my class from the bundle we did a few weeks ago. And so you'll have access to that on how to find the flow of doing business God's way. Then last week, I did a live within the society, breaking down strategic planning for their business. So I went through step-by-step a business plan as well as a five-year plan and what you need to do to be able to plan for your company. And so I'm pulling that class and adding it to this class as well. In addition to that, there's some downloads on there. So I have a business plan template for service-based businesses and a business plan template for product-based businesses and a template that you can use to start planning the five-year goals and the five-year plan for your company. So I'm pulling all of those things together because I want you to go into 2022 with more than a vision board. I want you to go with a concrete plan for whatever it is that God is calling you to build and a concrete plan on how to do it his way. So I pulled those things together. It's available for you now. I have the link in the show notes. So you just click it on it. It'll take you straight there. I'm doing it at a very low rate. So it's only $49 for this course. I have it set at a certain inventory. So once it's gone, it's gone. But I wanted to bring these things that I presented in different places into one place at a low rate so you can take advantage of it. Again, the class is all about strategic business planning for new entrepreneurs, and you can just click the link in the description to get access to it 
for a limited quantity. So again, once it's gone, it's gone. And then the next time I decide to put something together, we'll see what happens there. So take advantage of this ASAP so that you can plan for a successful new year and years beyond for your business. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, here is part two of my interview with Rosalind, Sharla, and Kavaya, the Super Society. You can catch our full interview, our full conversation on YouTube at Tatum Tamia, and I'll put the link to the video right uh, in the show notes for you. This is the last episode of 2021, so I want to wish you guys a happy new year. Uh, I pray you had a wonderful Christmas uh, holiday. And I pray that you're getting some rest and use this episode to be light, uh, get some laughs with me and my girls, learn a little something, something, um, and just enjoy. So without further ado, here's part two of my interview, The Super Society with Rosalind Renee, Dr. Sharla Walker, and Kavaya Watrice. Because a lot of people are in that space where the folks in their life, they don't want to do that work. So do they just let them go? How do those friendships healthily transition because I feel like a lot of times people I've seen folks who they get saved and they start getting judgy on all of their friends like hold on now relax (laughs) you are a new creature but baby I remember the old creature come on so I feel like some people get to the point where they're uh judgy I think some people uh, also get to the point where they maybe are just frustrated because they don't know how to you know, exists still in these spaces mm-hmm. while moving towards what um, God is calling them to do. So do you guys have any tips on just how to navigate those relationship changes? And some people try to force their friends on that journey as well, and they're just not ready for that. So any tips on how to just navigate those friendship dynamics as you continue to grow in the things of God? I think it's just the fact that like for me, I learned that I have one job description and that is to love. It's not my job to judge you. I may not agree and that's okay. Um, I don't have to be a part of the things that um, I don't agree with. Or, you know, if you if you call me, know that it's going to be scripture that I'm given. Um, and so I think really setting expectations, um, really leading with a heart of love, which is hard sometimes, um, and not coming from a place where, you are being judgmental. Sometimes it's hard because you see the answer and you're like, girl, if you would just leave that little raggedy man alone, then we could like, we could do some things, but not being so, um, being so like heavenly sound that you're no earthly good. So I can still have a regular conversation with you. We can still talk about whatever shows I am watching. And if I'm not watching, we can change the subject. It doesn't always have to be, you know, we're called to be in community. Like it's not good for us to be alone. Um, God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are in community. So like community is something that is really foundational in our walk. Um, And then also being a reflection of Jesus. Jesus was out here with the people, with the tax collectors, um, eating with them and loving on them and would share parables or stories 
um, that sometimes, you know, that those who would catch it was going to catch it. And if you didn't, you just thought he was talking about somebody with some talents in the ground. <laughs> so I think really just having a level of still enjoying life because that was my fear too. Like it felt like a box. I was like, let me tell you what I'm not about to do. I'm not about to be out here wearing no jean skirts every day. I'm not about to be out here. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. I need, I need to be able to be myself authentically because I had spent so much time wearing these different masks. So um, just really remaining authentic to what God has called you to do, which is to love everything else is above you. Like, Know your role and hush. Um, that's what The Rock used to say. Now, like, know that my my only role is to love you. Sometimes that love means I have to tell you something that may be uncomfortable. Sometimes it's just to listen. Sometimes it's just to pray for you even quietly or silently. But my, my job is not to change you because I didn't make you to change you. And I'm several degrees of raggedy myself. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. <laughs> I ain't got time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'll, I'll add, I don't want to talk over you, sis. So if you want to say something. Yeah, no. I, honestly, you can go because I had the same with a friend since I was like 12. I feel like I have been blessed in that area mm-hmm. of life. So go ahead. <laughs> I would say um, one thing I learned um, a couple of years ago because I had to cut off some really um, like longstanding relationships, friendships that have been like. 10 years or more um, and had to kind of just sever ties. And one of the things I learned is um, to kind of, I would, and this might sound sad or bad to say, but I categorize a lot of my friends. And I mean that in the sense of like, there are a lot of people that are at different phases in life. Like I'm a mom and a wife. I have friends that are single but I, they have a business so we can talk about entrepreneurship. And what I've learned is that categorizing my friends in a lot of different ways, my married friends are my married friends. My friends that I talk to about money are my friends I talk about money. And some are more in some ways, but money, family, um, motherhood, um, let's see, working out, which is, you know, still a whole struggle. Um, but food and just like, how do I balance this stuff? How do I, um, some of my friends who I've had, who I've been friends with literally since we were kids, we just talk about life. And I think what happens is God shows up in those friendships because I'm not putting so much expectation on my friends to be everything friends. Like I single, I can't talk about marriage. Like you won't understand that not in a bad way, not to say you can't support me if I'm having a problem or a, a situation with Nico, but like, it just looks different. And so, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about how something was shady that somebody else said. We could talk about that and like, oh girl, why your boss say something crazy to you? Like, let's talk about that. We can talk about work and those things. And I think I had coworker friends when I was working my full-time job and we we were real good friends. But when I left, you know, that's all another thing, sis. But I say that to say like, a big tip I would say is categorize your friends. Don't put so much expectation on them if they are not at that place to want to talk about spiritual things, to expect them to do that, but they can talk about family. Now, if they say something crazy that you don't agree with, that doesn't mean cut them off. I think we get so quick to just be like cut off people instead of understanding graces. Grace means having maturity. Grace means having humility. Grace means understanding that if something is toxic, 
okay. But if something is where somebody's going through something, there's still a level of grace that you can offer. Um, and my friends that aren't married or not in like serious relationships, they still have some value to me because there's a level of wisdom that they may have in something that I may not be or may not be at that point. And so love shows up, I think, in those spaces when I myself don't put so much expectation on them to be everything friends, but just my friend. And I have business friends. We just talk about business. And I have friends where we just fast together. Then I have friends where I talk about spiritual stuff. And I may be deeper with some than others. That doesn't take away the value of the friendship or the trust. It just means that there are different spaces in my life. And they still offer healthy and good um, value to me as friends. I think that's good because God can use anybody to speak to you. Right. So it's not always a word from a safe person. It may be you being able to observe the behaviors of other people and God give you a level of revelation. Like if I see you in a ditch, I'm going to ask you, hey, how you got there? OK, <laughs> maybe I, if I can't help you out, fine. But if not, um, I'm going to learn from the mistakes that you've made or things that I see that you can do differently. Um, or even challenging ourselves to like whatever you think may be annoying you in that other person, check yourself in that area first. Because a lot of times it's a reflection of something that you're doing or not doing. So like to me, I am, I love consistency in people. Be one way. If you're crazy, commit to that. That's all I'm asking. And then we'll commit to you somewhere. Like, but commit to being, commit to that. Be stable in what, you know, um, a double-minded person it agitated me. But then I had to ask God because somebody in particular was driving me up a wall with this. And I was like, okay, God, why is this bothering me so much? And where am I struggling in the area of being consistent? And he was like, you are not consistent in taking care of your body and working out. And I was like, I'm a hush. I'm a hush. I no more. I'm going to hush until I boss up in this area because that's, that's the work that's required. And so I think I love that not pulling on one person by having multiple sources. We talk about multiple streams of income, but even multiple streams of relationship. The relationship that I have from person to person is valuable and we can't be afraid and we have the right to reposition ourselves and reposition people. You may not have to cut that person off, but it may be a season where they've been repositioned because they can't be close. Jesus had a lot of people that followed him, but only 12 was only twelve was here, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so- um, understanding that you have the right to reposition people in your life and not feel guilty because that still gives them the opportunity to see um, what God is doing in your life and to see the light um, and to still learn, but also gives you the space to where you can be at peace with all people. Um, and that doesn't mean that you do that in a way that's toxic, but you have to also be at peace with yourself. So I need to move you over here so I can be at peace with you and me because I'm going to choke you off if I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm somebody who's really big on relationships. I I just, I'm big at cultivating relationships. Like when I meet good people, I'm always trying to like help them or be a support in any way that I can. Like I really love meaningful relationships. I don't need a ton, but the ones that I have are very meaningful. And when I started um, just really growing in God, I'm kind of like Kavaya in a sense where I have a lot of friends that I've been friends with for a long time, since like middle school, high school. We've gone through so many life changes together. And just because I'm saved don't mean, and they may not be on the same page, doesn't mean I don't love them anymore. You know what I mean? And 
I always had the mindset of I'm going to find the support I need in this area, but I'm not going to leave my people behind. How am I going to go out and try to win souls that I don't even know? And I'm just going to desert the people that I actually love and care about. And one thing that I learned just in maintaining my friendships as I continue to grow is that model behavior is a powerful thing. God will really minister to the people in your life just based off of your commitment to him. Like you don't even have to do anything. I got a friend of mine. She's the one where if you mess with me, she going to pull up at your door because she know I can't. And she going to be like, (laughs) don't worry, Tatum. I got this. I know you got a brand to protect. I got this. Like that's the one. And, you know, I'll be talking to her sometimes and it's so funny because she'll be like, well, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that, but I'm going to have to just pray about it. God going to have to tell me what to do. And I'll be like, when you start saying that? <laughs> when you start saying that? Yeah. And I'm like, they just, they learn to respect you. Because if they're your real friends, they love you. Right. 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 They love you. They care about you. And they don't look at you pursuing God as a slight to them. They want to see you be great. And that change yeah. behavior is going to minister to them as well. And so I'm big on just, finding a tribe you need. Cause sometimes you got to go in. I, one of y'all said like, put yourself in, in those positions to That's find right. those people. That's why we have this society, but put yourself in the positions to grow with people who may already be at that point that you want to pour into you, but don't desert the people that you love, man. Right. I want all, I want to see all my folks in heaven. Oh, yeah. Let, let's kick it up there with the, the, with the angels. Okay. Let's go. Like, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. I want to train out of one of them streets. Okay. Yes. I'm about to have me uh, some manna. I bet you it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I want That's the cool. wine from heaven. I, I want to know what okay. I'm Yes. <laughs> so uh, somebody say in the comments, a party. Absolutely. Okay. A whole party. So we all touched on gifts in some type of way. After you guys started just growing in your relationship with with God and learning what this life takes, how did you go about cultivating those gifts that he revealed to you? I feel like for me, um, like as far as like speaking and when he's like really calling me to get more on video, that was a very fearful period for me. Like putting myself out, I've always kind of struggled with fear, right? Um, and kind of like the confidence and knowing like, do people even want to hear this? Are people going to watch? Are they going to listen? And that was a really big battle for me. Even when like, you know, I told y'all when I first feel like I discovered that first part of my purpose with launching the blog and I seen that gift of words, like I launched my blog and turned my phone off because that's how afraid I was. But it was it was something that you just couldn't like, I can't sit on this, you know, like I can't not put this out there because I'm afraid when obviously, and I, and it was also confirmed through other people, you know, you get prophecies and it's just all lining up and it's like, I can't sit on this. So for me, um, it was just pushing past the fear and just doing it. Like there's no to me, it's no like recipe of, all right, well, let me wait till this. And like, you can't continue to make up those excuses just to make yourself feel better about it. Like 
when it came to, like I said, putting the blog out and doing the video, getting on YouTube and talking about things, I just had to do it. And do and through doing that, like you, you'll see the fruit of it. You know what I mean? You'll see why in due time, why you have to put it out there, launch the podcast, write the book, whatever the case may be. Um, but it's always been kind of like a, a fear thing for me, but just pushing through and doing it. That, that's what I've had to do every single time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I'll say, um, I think confidence comes by doing, um, yeah. I think the only way I can call myself a podcaster is because I do a podcast consistently. The only way I can call myself an author is if I've published a book. Like I think confidence comes by doing. And I think when you're discovering your gifts, um, I feel like it's just like a, it's never a one size fits all for each person. I think you just kind of, I won't say you fall into it when you're actively like pursuing it, but I think in the pursuit of gifts, you really don't know a lot of times what you're gifted at. Like I think, even in a sense too, there's still some things that people may say, oh my God, I'm good at being myself. I'm like, really girl? Okay. Out of just doing actively and not really focusing so much on naming it all the time. I think that's something that I learned really quickly um, as my podcast grew was not trying to really name the things I was always good at because I didn't want to I've always had like this growth mindset and I never wanted to get like it. Well, I want to still do this when I'm 45. I may not podcast by the time I'm 45. I may, if that's what God wants me to do. But I think I want to be able to grow as the ground I'm cultivating is growing. And I Mm -hmm. think there are some things now that I want to delegate that I may be gifted at. And I don't want to marry myself to always doing it if I have to, if I don't have Mm -hmm. to. And so I think with just discovering your gifts, you go where your desires lead and you just keep doing it. Um, I think that's just the simple pursuit of it. Um, as far as like what Kavaya said and being fearful, there have been times where I've said yes quickly to God and I'm just like, whoa. And then there are times I've delayed the yes out of fear. And sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to really see the fruit of it. And I think learning to say yes quickly and just acting and doing that you start to begin to see like God push you through the trial and errors. You're going to make so many mistakes. And that is easily probably the biggest thing I'll say helps you to understand yourself even more, how you react in certain situations. And in that, in saying that your gifts get better as you do that. Um, and I don't think mistakes are really mistakes. I think mistakes are really just learning curves because when you're learning something, it, it it just looks ugly in the beginning until you really continue to do it. And so I'll say even doing before podcasting, I joined a multi-level marketing um, company and at the time they were talking about doing live streams to show products. And I was like, girl, this was way back in Facebook live, like when Facebook's first like do lives. I'm like, oh girl. Okay. So I started doing lives and I saw that it sold products. Um, and then when I kind of left that company, um, God put on my heart to just get on live and share my story. That yes of doing lives for a company probably would not have, have happened if God had told me to do that beforehand. And so I think for me in kind of finding gifting is just like, it always happens in phases. And I think God slowly reveals the more you do, but sometimes you're oblivious to how he does it. 
Um, and then that led to me doing interviews live on Facebook, then led to the podcast. I probably would have never done the podcast if I had not gone through those phases. And so I think as you start to do things, notice where they start. Like Kavaya said, started with the blog, then end up going to YouTube, then end up going to some other stuff. And so I think it just comes in phases and you're always growing. Um, and your gifts never, I feel like, ever stop coming because God just puts you in new spaces. Um and you're ever evolving. Mm-hmm. I love that. I agree. I, I know I I also was fearful. Um, when God told me to start a podcast, I absolutely was like, first of all, what? Um, tried to talk 85 times about like, I was okay, God, I'll do it after I get this, this, that, that, and the third. And he straight up asked me if I was going to be disobedient. He's like, so you're choosing disobedience? And I was like, oh. Okay. Um, and so I really had to commit myself to God and even when it's uncomfortable for me. And so for me, my motivation is like, you know what? Um, there's a level of vulnerability that goes into us starting these new things, moving into these ventures and finding our voice. And what I've learned over the years, even recently when God was like, start going live on video. I was, had he asked me to do that first? Um, no, no, I will not. No, but he got me comfortable with getting behind a microphone and speaking every week. Now he's like, girl, now you, you're doing a good job, girl, you're doing a good job, but now I need you to go to the next level because there's, there's a, another, there's more territory. And so understanding one, that my confidence comes in, in two areas, one being, um, my confidence in God, Right. Um, in Numbers 20, I think it's 23, 19, it, God is not a man that he shall lie. But one of the translations also says, like, has he ever done something and it ain't came to pass? And I was like, that part. So my, my confidence is in God and then my confidence in the gifts that he's given me and what he's called me to do. And so it takes a lot of pressure off of me because the burden of results is not on Charlotte. The burden of results is on God. And so a lot of times we fail to step out and do what God has called us to do because we feel like there's a burden of results on us. All I got to do is, is pull up. All they had to do was tear the roof off, get the friends of Jesus. He did the rest. The healing was all God's work. All they had to do was touch the him and his garden, uh, garment. The, the rest of it is the results are on God. Once we are able to take that step of faith, um, and we realize that the burden of results are not on us and what we deem as success is not always what God deems as, as success. It can be discouraging sometimes. When I first started my podcast to see that like two people had listened to it, I'm like, I'm putting all this work, God, like what? But, oh, but I'm going to do it anyway, because that's two lives that may have been changed or two, two souls that are going to get into heaven. God cares about, he'll leave the 99 for the one. So it's not always, um, about, it's not about me, right? And I had to start positioning it of like, Charlotte, who suffers because you don't? Because you are disobedient. Who suffers because you are sitting on your gifts? When we think about the, um, I was studying about the wicked servant and that word in the Greek and Hebrew, it doesn't mean necessarily always evil, but one translation said burdensome. Am I being a burden to God because I'm refusing to produce? <laughs> like That's a problem. And so because he's done so much for me, I'm not going to go out like that. Like, I'm just going to 
have to do it. Like Kavaya said, there is no recipe. You just have to make a decision and stick to it. Um, and as you continue to go, God will reveal things to you and you'll understand um, the importance behind it. But in the beginning, you just got to do, like you just got to show up and do it. So after y'all like showed up, what did you do to like cultivate those gifts once you realized that it was in helping people and it was in writing and these different gifts he revealed to you? How did you cultivate those gifts so that you can, you know, execute on them? So I started listening to this podcast called Bless and Bust Up, girl. <laughs> you should. <laughs> um, no, one of my friends had introduced me to your podcast and I was, I to me, I don't always invest in myself. That's something that my husband pushes me to do. And I I have really, I don't know why, but I just feel like there's better uses for money than to invest in myself. And so I listened to your podcast and was like, oh, there's other people out there like me. That was the first thing. Like, yes, finally, there's other humans who are on fire for God, but not 60. Great. <laughs> that that that's that is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even committing to go to the podcast retreat, right? Like to put my money where my mouth was, because where your um where your heart is, your treasure is also young in that. Um, and so really saying, okay, God, I'm going to make this investment into the gift that you've given me so I can get the strategy, um, making the investment into studying God's word more because I'm not about to show up and be the person that I, that kind of hindered my walk with God thinking that he was out here cutting my life every day. <laughs> like like yeah. so really committing to showing up correctly. I'm a student. And so, you know, reading, um, really learning, talking to people and finding out where they were struggling with, but really the investment into doing the um the find your voice academy retreat the fruit that came out of that never in my lifetime would i have thought it would be this it would be the super society it would be all of these things that came from it and quite frankly that junk is overwhelming so so like god like because i'm like i i did not see it i was like i gotta you know like god pay do what you see i done made 10 cents on anchor and i've been doing this for eight months now you want me to do <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> so not being afraid to invest in what God has called you to do because the the return is going to be 30, 60, 100 fold and it's going to show up in ways that you would have never imagined. So really making the investment of um, even time, if you don't have money, taking the time, um, talking to people and really diving deep into, okay, God, you say, we doing this now? I'm all in. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'd also say um, for me, because it, you said like after you cultivate those gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for me also another piece is like stepping back because I think a lot of the times, like especially if I'm like doing something big um, or something that's like taking a lot out of me, for me, I'm like, I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, I'm already, I'm always ready to be like, all right, God, what are we doing next? Or ready to see what I can do next. Um, you know, I'm just a, I don't know if the word is performer. I don't know, but I, I can go. I'm very headstrong. Um, and I like to have goals and I like to crush those goals. But I think here lately, I've been seeing like, okay, also like the rest part of it 
or the part of like being still and even enjoying whatever came from that gift. If I'm doing like a launch or something like that, I don't take time to really like smell the roses sometimes. And that's something I'm trying to implement more um, in my life and my business right now. So I think that's a big thing for me right now is like resting, taking a step back um, and being able to even like applaud myself for everything that I've done, like the three year of entrepreneurship just passed and I'm like whoa we've really been like yes we've been doing this it's been hard but we I'm here listen I don't miss a meal I I have my car I'm about to move into my own place like thank you lord okay um so yeah I think that's big for me right now and I think like Charlotte said like talking to people you know especially like I feel like with with us the things that we do like I started therapy this past year um so yes yes it's been a lot but it's better I don't cry every session now (laughs) so that's great for me this first few sessions I was like girl I don't like this I'm already emotional and a crier but I'm not crying every session But yeah, I think that's the big thing for me, like after, you know, just taking that time to be still to rest, I think has been really big uh, for me. So I'm going to come in real opposite of everybody. Um, I have to go back to God to try not to run away. um, (laughs) When stuff get, when I... Like one of my prayers when before I quit my job was to I literally asked God to help me to believe the fruit I'm seeing because mm-hmm. I was just like, this is good, but this don't happen again. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I really want to run the opposite direction. Just let me stay comfortable. And so mm-hmm. cultivating gifts, it has been a challenge for me because I always tell God, couldn't you have given me something else? Could you mm-hmm. give me something a little more sexy? Could you, because you know, like I'm in the emotional space and I'm already like sensitive and emotional anyway. So, you know, it's just, a, it's a whole thing. So now you want me to talk to people about it mm-hmm. and it's supposed to help them and people are telling me and it's, it's helping them. And it's just like, to me, I just want to run the other direction out of, I know the root of it is pride, but a lot of it is, you know, what could this be? And I think, I just I, I really have to stay before him about not running the other direction. Um, so me cultivating gifts is investment. Me cultivating gifts is just constantly staying before God about it. Mm-hmm. Me, culti- me cultivating my gifts is relying on my support. Sometimes I'll, you know, do a SWOT analysis survey of people that I really am close to and I respect their opinion of what do you think that I'm good at? What do you think? How do you look at this? Like I'm big on just opinion when it comes to I'm not sure, but out of not being sure, I've learned to also not rely on opinion too much. And so for me, the top one is just not running the other way, because there have been times where I've, I remember there was a time last year where God was like saying, you're resisting me. And I was like, oh, God, Lord Jesus, okay, I know what that scripture says. You resist the proud, Lord, and I ain't trying to resist you because I don't need that smoke, okay? Mm. But I think it's really hard when you do see fruits of obedience. And I don't think that's as talked about often of how it can often make you say, what is, what is happening? Um, things the Holy Spirit gives you that you weren't taught. Things that you say that you're like, I don't even know where this came from. And it's changing people's lives. Like what, there's 
there's just not a lot of conversation about this. So for me, it's just not running the other way. And so that means just staying before God mm-hmm. and really just um, reminding myself of the why and believing the fruit and that it's good fruit. Um, so that's what it is for me. And, you know, I mean, Fire Voice Academy was just... It was. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It gave her. I gave feel it like, you know, I'm going to toot the horn. You know, I was in the first one, so... Come on. <laughs> I didn't talk about it, you know. Come on. So, but you know, I you know I'm gonna lay that to rest because you know I'll call Tatum, Tatum the podcast Godfather, but and she'll look at me sideways. But here we are. Yes, because that virtual one was was. Why are you rolling your eyes? The box. Yeah. She was the box from the minute that box showed up. I said, you know what? Okay, girl, you gonna come back and take these flowers? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. You know, I think something else too. Um, because we're all talking about cultivating our gifts in God, but everybody on here has went to therapy. And so it, mm-hmm. even um, highlighting the fact that sometimes cultivating your gift does not look like me spending, um, me buying every course online. Tatum, don't judge me. Uh, me buying every online course. My, my most recent investment in cultivating my gift has been starting to work out with a personal trainer. And the places in which God is carrying me to go, I have to be in shape. (laughs) Like I have to have a level of endurance. I have to position myself to where I'm not dying at, you know, 35. I have to be like, if I'm on 600 pound lines, how am I about to be out here doing what God has called me to do? Okay, frying chicken. You're not going to be on 600 pound lines. I watched that to help me feel like, okay, girl, we can do this. Okay. I don't want to laugh. But even in that, like the enemy will use that. And so being um, in investing in my gift right now in this season looks like getting um, starting with a trainer and being consistent in that. So in doing that, there's a level of growth. God has revealed things to me mid-workout where I'm like, can you not talk? <laughs> I'm struggling. I can't breathe. <laughs> um, and even in that being a learning curve, I think, Rosalind, you said earlier that when you're doing something new, it's ugly. I'll be on Zoom. I'll be looking ugly. I'll be like, girl, look at your edges in the middle of this workout. <laughs> you're sweating. You're hey, sweating. nobody looking at your edges in the middle of a day. <laughs> <one right now. laughs> you look crazy. <laughs> like, right? And it, it does not feel, um, it doesn't feel good, but it, this is more than, it's an investment in who God has called me to be. This isn't about me being snatched, right? And so don't be afraid to go to therapy, to get the trainer, to um, go back to school if that's what God is calling you to do in the practical sense. He's preparing you. All things work together for your good. So all of it is preparation, even when you feel like it's not, um, it doesn't make sense. Like I'm a, I have my doctor and I'm a nurse practitioner, but there are things that I learned working at McDonald's that I've implemented working in clinic. And so it's every, you know, every lesson, every season, every, um, every class, right. Every godly class has a, a, a reason. So don't be afraid to go to therapy. I don't care what your mom and them say about people be, being in your business because sometimes, um, privacy is really shame in the skies. And so you're not wanted, like the, the enemy will read, well, I don't need nobody in my business, but that's really shame, boo. And it's really, it's really trying to make it, it, it shame will present itself 
um, in that way, almost as a, a protective uh, or a protectant. And really somebody else has what you need. There's somebody out there who's struggling in their marriage. There's somebody else out there who will have you um, looking like um, like an IG model if you just keep up with the bad and stuff. Like there's somebody out there who have struggled in these areas and we can't allow um, things like, girl, don't let nobody be in your business. That's why people out here being molested. That's why people are out here um, living with these generational things of deathbed confessions. And so as generational curse breakers, we have to be prepared to count the cost even at the expense of what your mama and them got to say, what your auntie and them got to say, they don't have to understand it because it's an audience of one. They can just watch the fruit. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. 
And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Yeah, Roslyn, you said something that you were saying did you want to run from it and I can completely identify with that because I think a part of cultivating my gifts is protecting it and so for me what God has called me to do is a lot of responsibility and with that responsibility is also a lot of expectations from people and how am I trying to deal with all that like I just don't I don't want to but I think that's a part of why God gave me the assignment is because he knew that I would be responsible with it and that I don't I'm not doing it for the wrong reasons because I don't want to do it anyway and a huge part for me to cultivate the gift is to protect it because one thing I've learned I've noticed just as I continue to do the things God called me to do is manipulators come people who see what you can do for them or the draw or the pull that you have so they want to say oh why Oh, the churchy ones is the worst because they start to prophesying on your life just so they could try to manipulate and you out for their own good. But I'm 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 going to hop off my soapbox with that. <laughs> but girl, girl, <laughs> listen, we don't have all day, but we could go on a whole. We could because they'd be slick and slide in. Uh, God, God said that you should help me. Girl, he ain't tell me that, baby. <laughs> Somebody sent me an email one time, prophetic word for Tatum Iomi K at the end of it. I would love to come on your podcast. Boy, if you don't get out of my freaking inbox. Blocked. <laughs> Blocked. Like what? Or even people in real life who, you know, just start to see the impact that you have. They try to, it's it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. So, for me, a big part of just continuing to walk in the gift and cultivating it is to protect it. And a big part of protecting yeah. it is operating in a gift. Because even people, well-meaning people, will try to manipulate your gift as well. So they might say, I've had people ask me, and it's the most irritating thing. Do you have a word for me? Why are you asking um, me that? Right. No. I'm thinking about what's within it. I'm, I don't have nothing deep to say. Don't you know, not feeling like I have, to, right. I have to be deep because yeah. my gift is speaking and being able to, you know, yeah. help perform people. I don't have to perform for you. Come I on, speak what God. God tells me to speak. And other than that, I'm going to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, the, word, the word that I got now is not one that the Lord would be happy with. Quit talking to me. <laughs> and I'm having to clarify, like, if I'm saying, this is Tate, like, this is me. This isn't, like, oh, God is speaking to Tate. No, I'm just talking to you. Because sometimes people will try to manipulate that gift or, and for me, a big part of it too, is making sure that I remain responsible. And I will tell people, I don't know. You should pray about that. Yeah. I remember it was a big thing, not a big thing, but it was a thing on the podcast where um, somebody has sent a message in and she 
she she told me that she had what happened pretty much she had said she prayed about something and she was waiting to hear from God about it and she hadn't heard from God yet something but she wanted to hear what I had to say and I was like I don't have anything to say you're and I read the question on the podcast because I wanted to prove a point don't make me God because I've had an impact in your life I'm not God and if you're telling me that you you are going to pray about it or you are praying about it but you want to see what I say I'm not going to say Mm -hmm. anything I'm going to and tell you to go to God and I'll probably pray for you offline but I'm not I'm not saying anything because you're not going to put me in a place that I don't deserve yes. to be and I'm not going to let you do that it's enough people that are making themselves God for the audiences that they've been blessed with and you just can't do that you have to be responsible it's enough cults it needs to be more charged. come on so I'm gonna get off my soapbox again you can get on it. You can stay there, sis. I mean, I'm like, we're about to have a whole nother I mean, conversation. That's a whole, that's a whole different podcast. That's yeah, a whole different true. podcast. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's true. And I, I just want to piggyback and say this is the thing. Protection is, protection is so important, but I think it's really understanding that you, at the end of the day, are God. And I don't, I don't want that responsibility, nor do I want that type of, that ain't it. And really, I got, you yeah. know, I got a whole child to care of. Like, I got enough stuff going on already. Mm-hmm. If I think, like you said, protection, that's so good to remember. Um, and everything you do, but always, like you said, too, protection and also knowing who you are. Because mm-hmm. that, those two things carry and help you carry it to know that God is the center of this anyway child i'm not like you said i'm not really even thinking about this i'm really thinking about what what is for dinner i'm really thinking about what am i about to make my kid because i gotta cook for this person as well mm-hmm. look y'all just saw me eat my whole lunch in the middle <laughs> of it <this place>. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree because what happens is people will make you like make you this little g gods and you're like i didn't even ask for that and you can still love people and turn it off jesus was like See y'all, I'm going to slip away. <laughs> he slipped away a lot. And he still loved people. He still blessed people. But he definitely took the opportunity to slip away to um, protect his gifting. Everybody couldn't be around him. And so it does not mean, sometimes we take Christianity as meaning, like, I have to be Christ. No, no, I have to look like my daddy, but that's about it. We're still, we're still two different entities. I get to... Um, share revelations and things that he's taught me. I get to be a reflection of him, but I'm not him. <laughs> like my dad, my earthly dad can pull up to the military base, pull out his ID. They gonna let him on because I'm married now. I I know I may look like him in the face, but I don't have access to that because it's out. I, I don't have the clearance. I'm not God, and I don't have the clearance. You need to seek God for yourself, okay? Because mm-hmm. yep. in that. You're building your own spiritual muscle. You're in a relationship with God. And so really in this space of Christian culture, because there's all kinds of cultures, child, there's worldly culture. And then there's Christian culture where we take these people who are just people, okay? They put their they pants on one leg at a time. They have to go to the bathroom and poop just like everybody else. Like, y'all, because for real, because you, we like glorify their whole life. There's one person in particular who I'm thinking about and child, she was a good one for it, okay? Where she had uh, all of these women worshiping her instead of God. 
And I'm like, ain't no way. And even later down the line, it come to find out she was doing all of these wicked things in the background. Um, and they have a whole church and like, it's like a cult following. And so that's the same thing that got the devil caught up. You wanted God's glory so bad that it knocked you out of position because you didn't understand your own identity. I know who I am and I know where I belong. <laughs> I'll be over here. I'll pray for you. If God tell me to, because I ain't gonna be wasting my prayers either. Like my inner, my inner, my intercession take energy. And if God ain't telling me to sow my seed there, I'm not about to talk about it. <laughs> you better seek out for yourself. <laughs> Come on, John. I forgot my sucky question. <laughs> we. I'm glad I wrote it down because you just said a whole entire so while we let that marinate for a second we talked earlier a lot of us talked about being a strong friend and i believe the type of women that we draw into the society are also strong friends so how do you guys continue to grow in christ because like we said before seasons you continue to grow you ain't never arrived nowhere it's just always a, a growth uh, process how do you continue to grow when there's so many people trying to get you to pour mm -hmm. slipping away yeah i was gonna yeah. say too you gotta you gotta know the things that i will never forget this and i will i, I even tell clients this now i remember when i was pregnant tatum told me to make a happy list for when I, before I had Elijah, and I'm telling you, there were so many times I pulled away to go do things on the head, but Starbucks is just a thing now. Just get me a Starbucks gift card at this point, because it was just mm -hmm. always on my list. But I say that to say, like, that was a way for me to remember, oh, this is too much. You need to know your boundaries. And we're, when we're overwhelmed, it's because we've allowed a we've allowed a boundary to get crossed, whether it's personally, in business, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And if you get drained, you're going to project that drainage. And so I think um, if you just have to know yourself, I think one I would credit that to really just having language, knowing how to express, um, and also I, like I said too, therapy, healing, walking through that process with God, really paying attention to, okay, you're doing too much rising. Okay. Right. You need to go to sleep. Um, okay. You need to just get off social media. Like, I think we don't really realize how much mm -hmm. social media impacts the way we th we're thinking about ourselves yes. subconsciously. Uh, we're always comparing ourselves and really just understanding that there are so many things that you can become draining that you may not know. And so having to have a space to know um, when things are too much, I know like in business, especially you're learning this on the go. Like there are times where you're realizing, oh, I need to delegate this. Oh, I need to get a system that makes this easier. Oh, I need to redo the way I do things in my daily life to make things fit. Because um, in business, you're just, you're, especially as a solopreneur at times, you're doing a lot of things by yourself for a while until you get a team. Um, and I think, just having to learn that too, as a wife and as a mom for myself, it just means like there's a different level of sacrifice. There are some things I just won't do now to protect that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not mean, that's not rude, that's just boundaries. And I think as strong people, people respect boundaries more 
when you put them up and you're consistent, but when you're not consistent, it only always gives an opportunity for overwhelm to occur. So I would say being strong means, or even with that, just maintaining boundaries consistently and really knowing my triggers and things that overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's really good. Um, I agree with like rest, taking up time away. I know sometimes like I'll get myself to that burnout place um, and I'll just like, all right, let me close my computer because like I'm doing too much. Like, and I, you can literally feel it's just not good. It'll, and I know me, I carry stuff like in my shoulders and stress and stuff like that. But um, I think another thing for me that I even implement within the society, like them prayer calls, I'd be like, all right, I need a little break y'all. Like, and that's why I, I love the community has been even so good for me too. And I love the ladies so much. They always volunteer. Like we'll have guests for like two months sometimes. I'm like, yes, y'all, I appreciate that because I need time to refill you know, as well. So that's also a pleasure. And I think that goes with, hey, I need help, you know, extending to your community and telling, you know, your people, if someone can help you, like saying it. And I know for me, I'm very independent and I don't like asking for help, but I know this year I really delegated um, a lot, even with getting an assistant that was like amazing. And like I said, asking for help with the prayer calls, but yeah, um, taking that time away. And I think one thing I want to start implementing that I was like doing in my last relationship, like we would kind of check in with each other once a week, but now, you know, that that's not it. I, I want to keep doing that, but I want to do it within myself. So I, I'm going to like set a reminder on my phone, like, Kev, how you feeling? What's going on? Um, Just so that it's, it's being triggered through my phone because I don't always got my phone. So just a reminder, like to check in with myself. Cause like I, I told you guys, I can just keep going and going and going. And sometimes it's not the most healthy thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think for me, it's been a couple things. One, having solid community um, that is trustworthy, like good wise counsel um, on more than one occasion, Tatum has had to tell me to go sit down, like go have several seats over there and don't, don't get back up. <laughs> sit down right now (laughs) Um, having people who can identify that um even my husband if I if I feel like I could be feeling some kind of way and my behavior can be off who can identify that um and kind of help me get to the bottom of it so that's another reason why community is so critical and what I love even about the super society is that it's not just us we're able, we're empowering, empowering people within the community to pour into one another. So now the four of us aren't just mm-hmm. being pulled on um, because someone else, I, I cannot be everything to everybody. I was single for about three seconds. Okay. So I've been with my husband for, since I was like 18, <laughs> like I'm 31 <laughs> years old. So I cannot speak to, I don't, I feel like it's irresponsible for me to speak to a single woman about how to navigate your single season. And I did it for three days or whatever. Like, you know, it was not something that I had to live through and go through, but there are other people who may have a story. um, And that's, what's beautiful about the body, right? The lungs aren't out here trying to be the kidneys. The kidneys not out here trying to be the eyeballs. We all have a purpose and a role to play. And so building even those, um, those tribes within the society or within the super society, they're able to, meet up for brunch. I think Atlanta, Houston, they've meeting up for brunch and going out. Um, and it allows 
them to pour into one another, them to be poured into, and for us just to be able to sometimes sit back and not feel like I have to show up all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I also feel like another thing that's been really great is me realizing that my strength is not enough. So I ain't about to be trying, I ain't trying to be strong no more. It's Mm -hmm. God's and his, in my weakness, that's when his strength is, is made um, perfect and it, it's, it becomes evident. So I don't even have to be strong. Mm-hmm. I can just show up and truly um, lean in on God. So when someone asks me for a prayer request, instead of me trying to carry that cross, I can cast that care with my prayer, um, cast it all, cast it, because it's above us. We ain't got time. See the manager. <laughs> see the manager because I don't have to do that and then the last thing that I've really tried to start being better at is not only taking a break but enjoying life we sometimes be so safe we don't be having no fun we are here everything is a business conversation and I will could because I love God I will go hard in the paint for God like I'm up in in the midnight hour trying to like and always trying to navigate my brain is just it just it can do that I can work and do so for an extended period of time and so being more intentional because yes we're in spiritual warfare yes all of those things but Jesus came so I could have life and have brunch more abundantly that's what my you know what? You know what? <laughs> that's what it is vacations more abundantly because we are still to taste and see I receive that even now <laughs> I can still taste I can taste and see that the Lord is good and it's French toast when I still <laughs> you know why I'm about to fall <laughs> sometimes it's we're so serious that yeah. we can't have fun and sometimes it's it's hard because when the super saints try to come in and tell you that you but it's, if God is God pleased with me Mm-hmm. that's all that matters is God pleased with the level of um, in the way that I've shown up today because God rested he made everything including me you and, and all of this planet if he was like you know what I'm off today what makes me think that I don't have to be off today it's in those moments where we rest that one we're building community um, two we are allowing space for God to be God like I was scared to quit Oh, she was into it. See, the devil be out here because he don't want to get this. Um, no, so I, at one point I was working two jobs and going to school. And God told me to quit my second job. And my husband was also like, something got to go. Like, you can't, we talked about you regulating your quit because I will work myself into the ground. And we had just bought a house. <clears throat> and I said, you know what? Um, I, God, I can't quit this job. Like, that's my extra money. And God said, so you want to be Jehovah Jireh, not me? And I said, I'm going to send him my resignation letter. That's what I'm going to do. So even resting, that gives God the space to 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 do. <laughs> Y'all make him <laughs> I'm done. 
Carla, come back. <laughs> you baby, you giving us you giving us real robot right now. <laughs> you giving us pause for the calls. Something. <laughs> that ain't it, girl. That ain't it, sis. I'm gonna tell you now. What you just said, that wasn't it, cause I ain't heard nothing. I heard a robot. Help her. Help her. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. All right. She done froze again. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh, baby. Y'all are funny. All right. While well, she get herself together. Um, one of the things that helps me um one is having boundaries and enforcing them like i'm i'm cool on being a strong friend like i'm good i i can help people without me being their solution and that's really like freed me so even if i can help you if i don't have the capacity to i'm gonna just send you somewhere send you a resource that'll still help you but i'm helping yeah. you without depleting myself and for me like I, I'm, a, I'm real big on self-awareness and I have to check in with what I, I know what I need to operate at my best one of those things is rest because I go to bed okay everybody know you text me after 8 30 you're not getting a response until the next day you'll probably get it early in the morning because I wake up super early but don't text me late at night I'm not responding because I am asleep <laughs> There's no reason you should be calling me. Call if it's an emergency, you call 911. What I'm gonna do? Don't call me. I'm gonna go to bed. So just making sure that I, you know, sleep. Even when um I first had my son, BJ was like, okay, we need to figure out a system because I don't really like you and all this you got going on right now. Like, go to bed. Give me the baby and go to sleep. Cause you need you, you, you be you be sleep, you you, you not yourself. You, you just not yourself. not. You're yeah, not, <laughs> but for me, just really setting those, setting those boundaries. Also, I'm not really friends with people who really be depleting me. I think mm -hmm. the people in my life, and I'm grateful for that, respect me enough to not leech off of me so much to where I have nothing left. And I think that's big. I think most of us who are the yeah. strong friend, you need to evaluate your friendships. Because people who love you and respect you are going to understand, oh, she's got a lot going on. So let me just wait. Let me actually call and see if she needs something because she has a lot going on right now. Like those are meaningful relationships. And if you feel like you're getting depleted, you got the wrong people around you. Yeah. I have one of my friends be like, I already knew not to call you with this. Like as we were catching up and stuff that was going on, she's like, I already knew not to call you with this, but I called such and such. And this is what happened. I was like, oh, okay. But I'm grateful that the people in my life appreciate me enough to not be trash, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, but one of the things though, I went to a revival and the pastor said something that really stuck with me. He was in Genesis one and one. And he was like, Jesus left, or Jesus, God left the whole universe undone. He could have done it all in a day, but he did what he needed to do on day one, and then that was it. 
He did what he needed to do on day two, and that was it. And I feel like we have this in, inner drive or something that makes us feel like every single thing we have to do in life has to get done today and right now, when that's just unrealistic and it's unnecessary. It's okay if it's undone. It's okay if I just put this thing to the side and deal with it tomorrow. It's not procrastinating. Sometimes I do. Talk to Rosalind about that professionally. But <laughs> sometimes it's, it can actually just wait and that's okay. But that's what I do to, you know, just make sure I protect myself and continue to grow and just having the right people around me to hold me accountable uh, and to pour into me as well. So before we wrap up, hopefully Kavaya come back before we're done. I want you guys to share because we're calling this the super society and it's our membership community where a bunch of like-minded women, we just come together and grow in faith and business. Um, and so this is something that we're all going into the new year doing together and just bringing our perspective gifts to the table. So I want you guys to just talk about what you're bringing to the society in a new year and what you're most excited about. So I'll start. Um, so for those of you that don't know, my name is Roslyn. Um, I am a licensed therapist. Um, I hold an LCSW and I'm going to be talking about mental health, um, but I'm also going to be bringing in uh, perspectives around that. I'm also going to bring in perspectives around, I do, um, I need to find a better name for it, but it's basically time management coaching. And I've been doing that for almost two years, which is crazy to me, child. <laughs> and really helping my biggest desire is to see us actually walk out what we have been holding in our minds, holding the visions God has given us and not procrastinate and self-sabotage. So I'm going to really be bringing to the society weekly things where the women can actually have something practical that they can do, where we don't have to over-spiritualize it, but really make it practical. And so that's what I'm going to be bringing to the society, but I'm also going to be doing like podcasts, book clubs. I am an information lover. I love me some good information. I love me a good podcast. I love me a good book. So I'll be doing that um, and just really just being there talking, child, okay? Because I already talk too much anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited too. Rosalind, I mean, Rosalind, Charlotte, I'm looking at Charlotte saying Rosalind. That's because we're twins. <laughs> I love Charlotte. Okay, I love that, that first time we met, when we did our podcast, my podcast console. It's like we have the same middle name. It's that Renee. It's, it's <laughs> the accent. The accent be making Her us. Birthday is the day before mine. It's like a whole thing. Yes. As soon as Charlotte told me that she talked to you, I said, "Oh, y'all were cutting up." I already know. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Up. Um, so I am Dr. Charlotte Walker. Um, I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner by trade, um, but I am also going to be teaching Bible study. So we'll have um, Bible study bi-weekly. Um, y'all prepare yourselves. Um, I've been known to snatch an edge or two, um, but it's in love. Um, you can receive all of your edges back after service. And we will continue um, to do what God has called us to do. No, um, so I'm going to be teaching biweekly Bible study. Really, my purpose is to allow um, a space for us to ask questions, allow a space for us to grow, and really make God's word practical. It's the it's our book of instruction. And so, what happens sometimes is we'll read it, but we're not really sure how to take what we've read and then apply it to our life. 
And so my goal is to really bring practicality to God's word. Um, and so that way you are able to um, apply it and that you can go out and do what God has called you to do because we all um, have a place to serve. We've all been called to minister, which sounds crazy, but when you um, look up the word minister, it really just means to serve. And so all of us are ministers. We all have work to do, but my goal is to really equip you with the tools necessary um, to live this out day to day so you can go out and knock if you buck with the devil. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I plan to just continue to pour into the community um, from the business standpoint. I, I love business, man. I can geek out all day. Like I got super excited this week because um, Jack Dorsey step, stepped down as the CEO of Twitter. And now he's going to be full time over at Square, which is the other company that he he founded. And they're changing the name. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I should get stock in Square because he quit. And now he... I geek out over this stuff all the time. I just love business. It's so exciting to me. Um, everything that has to do with business. So I just want to pour in resources within the society. Um, just continue to cultivate the community. Something we're all going to be doing um, within the society is having in-person gatherings. Prayerfully COVID. Go ahead and don't. If sis could just get out of here. COVID is big musty. Ah. I'm saying, sis, it's probably a, somebody does. It's, it's somebody's son. Right. No he ain't got no job. <laughs> Listen. Ask him where he's he say, I got a little spot, which means he's sleeping on somebody's couch. Like, that's who COVID is to me. Listen, I don't know if y'all watch TikTok, but this yeah. whole like Amarion dance thing with the Omnicred that is just is like every time I see it, I just like, I know we're not talking about TikTok, so you can edit me out, but I just had to say that. But um, we're going to be doing in-person stuff. So each of us will lead um, an in-person gathering quarterly. We have lots of challenges and stuff that we're looking forward to. Rosalind, you're doing the first one, right? Yes. So actually, if... Um, so I don't want to make a story time, but um, for back in 2019, I started a challenge called the Time of God Challenge, where I basically just teach people how to spend time with God practically, how to set up your time with him, how to actually like get into your word and then also studying the Bible. So if you are really interested in joining that, that's going to be the first challenge of the year. And I'm really super excited to be teaming up with everyone um, to just share the input and so I'm really, really, if you just really want to get refreshed back into your time with God, I know that's something personally for me, I want to get back into, into the new year and just finding new ways to spend time with God. That's not just sitting down and reading, but just also like going for a walk or doing other things that are great. You really want to join the challenge. So I'm super excited about that. Yes. Yeah. And I already have my title for the January Bible study. It's called the workers are few. Let me tell y'all something. Here she go. Prepare yourself. I said, God say what? He said the workers are few. I said, okay, here we go. Mm. She said um, you get your edges back after service. After service, little, uh, holy water baggies, they be following <laughs> next to your communion cracker. <laughs> it's gonna be in the little ziplock for you. Because it's COVID. <laughs> you get the wine, the cracker, and your ass. 
You know they sell the They sell them now at the beauty supply store, so you know. They sure do. Yes, I little, little tattoos and stuff. Yes, girl, just yes. Wow. You can get, you can buy edges. You can abundantly. You can have different kind of edges. Um, oh, also, mm-hmm. I am too. Um, we'll have scripture cards, so we have scripture cards now. If you're in the society, and I'll be updating those every month. So even if you um, like are spending time with God, but you really want to. Uh, commit the scriptures to memory. Y'all know the Bible say that it is our sword, and a lot of us don't know any scriptures. <laughs> don't know any scriptures, um, and so we have like a, a scripture study section that I am um, kind of man like manning um, to to dive deeper into that, as well as um, having the studies, the quarter the quarterly challenges. Y'all wait because we only talk about marriage. I got things that's gonna be. That's it. Is it me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to remember what you said. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to be continuing to provide you guys with the daily devotionals that I'm so glad everyone has been loving, um, as well as our weekly prayer calls every Wednesday, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do them on Zoom. Everything, um, you know, is already in there. We switched to my network. So I don't know if y'all talked about that, but my network is thebomb.com and I'm so happy that we did that um, along with my monthly live sessions where I'm going to be touching on you know a merge of like life enrichment and faith and all of those things along with quarterly challenge um, meetups we actually have a meetup in Atlanta December I think it's 11th so I'm excited to see the girls. Um, yeah, right. really excited. and brunch more abundantly. Brunch, okay? So. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm excited to see everything that's going to come. I feel like I feel like I've already felt the shift, really, with us shifting the platform. So I'm just excited mm-hmm. to see, you know, what God is going to continue to do through this platform. Absolutely. Well, you guys, if you want to join the society. You can join us for free for two weeks, a free two-week trial. You can go to blessedandbossedup.com slash community to learn more, to come in and try us out, to see who's all in there, who's in your area, and all the things. We are so happy to just continue to expand our territory and serve in this capacity, and it's lit, okay? The society is the place to be. Did you talk about how we were able to like help families? No, I didn't even we, talk about that. We do whole church. We don't do play play church. We are really a community. Like we do whole yeah. like whole church. Okay. Yeah, we have people who I remember when the pandemic first started. It was it was like people back to back, mortgages being paid, car payments being paid. Yeah. People who expressed that oh they had a society member took care of it. It was just amazing. And even yeah. now. Uh, I asked if anybody had any need for the holiday season because it's been a, a rough few years for a lot of people. And so people just come together. One of our members is taking care of her three nephews. There, People are taking care of the whole Christmas list. Like I posted the Christmas list thinking, okay, put your name next to the item you're going to get. People are taking care of the whole Christmas list, sending cash apps like, okay, Tatum, I want to sponsor this family. It's just such a beautiful thing. And this is just happening within yeah. our little community. We didn't even have to right. go out and solicit anything. Yeah. We just opened up the door of how can we be there for each other within this community. And it's amazing, man. I I, I love it here. 
Yeah, and their business too, like the the um, business directory, like people mm-hmm. working together and like um, being able to employ people within the society to do work because we're a body and we all have different gifts. Like I'm like, this is the whole, this is church, like this is ministry. This is what yeah. it looks like um, when it's done in excellence and when it's done in a way that um, everybody benefits, right? Like my pastor always talks about like, it'll never make sense to him how people's, your pastor pulling up in a Tesla, but your bills can't be paid. Like that's, that's a problem. That's not what it's supposed to look like. And so I love the society because it's all the things, like it's all the things that I wish I had when I first started. It is now with the four of us full lifestyle. It's your faith. It's your business. It's lifestyle. It's your emotional health. And so Y'all, I mean, I ain't saying it just because I'm part. I've been, first of all, I've been a part of society. They want Facebook group. So <laughs> this is not something that I'm just saying because I'm I'm a part of it in a leadership position. I'm saying that I've had the opportunity to watch it grow, and it is beneficial. It is, um, it's just added so much. Like me and Rosalind met through um, the activities of. Tatum and the society like this is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. Well, thank you, Charlotte. Appreciate that. <laughs> Make sure you guys go to blessedandbossedup.com to start your free trial, learn more about the society. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. It's probably going to be a two-parter because we've been on here for a whole hour and 45 minutes. Um, but shout out to everybody on YouTube who is watching this. If you guys are listening on the podcast and you want to see all the behind the scenes faces and banter, um, check it out on my YouTube channel at Tatum Tamia. And that's it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, YouTube.